Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What state fair food do you miss the most? 651-641-1071. We're taking your calls on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, why are we asking people that question? Because it's fair time. Pew, pew. pew. <laughs> and whether you're going to the fair or not, I imagine you've been missing some state fair food fun. Mm. I have. I am so ready to shove my pie hole full of fair fun mm, and food well yeah fair fun being food because that's the only fun i have at the fair is food Agreed. like what else am i doing people are like oh look at the hearts go i will be over here in line for in the dairy bar fried pills uh 651-641-1071 what is the state fair food that you miss the most I will tell you, I can tell you right now, the very first thing I'm doing on the first day. Can you guess? You can guess. I, I know you can. Well, I don't know with you, but I, because sometimes you have different ideas. <laughs> well, it's the thing I would do. I probably did it three times at least. Fried bologna sandwich. Oh, no, but that's a good one. See, that's what I'm saying. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that grilled. Kombucha? No, that grilled. Yes. At the fresh produce. Yeah. But also the peach grilled peach. Yes. Yeah. The grilled peach with the goat cheese See, and the I, honey drizzle. You. you knew. I got you. Because that's just like my little like that's my mid morning. But yeah, I might grab myself a bologna at some point. <laughs> uh, what we're talking about is the bologna. Is it just called a fried, fried bologna, bologna sandwich? sandwich at, oh God. Now and I'm going to find where it's fr- where Yeah, it find is. out where it's at because it's literally hidden, which is delightful because that means nobody knows about it, even though now. We're telling you all about it. And it was a gift to us from Stephanie March, mm-hmm. who is, you know, uh, she's a goddess oh. of the fair. Yeah. Right. That's about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of food gods at the fair, I think Stephanie March, mm-hmm. Rick Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she turned us on to that fried bologna sandwich. And I cannot for the life of me remember what it's. It's, it's across from the Kidway. Yeah. And I, it starts like with an N maybe. Hidden in like one of those like carnival food, yeah, things. Okay, I'm gonna try a different strategy. It's okay. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. And I'll tell you about my food while yeah. you're looking that up. Yeah. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the state fair food that you miss the most, Bradley? What are you excited about? This is a hard one, oh, right? It yes, because I know. there are so many things that I want to reach for first. Mm-hmm. But honestly. I'm gonna say this. Say it. Pronto pup. I get that. I just want mm-hmm. a pronto pup. I'm not even mad about I that. I just want ketchup. And I know I'm supposed to be like, I don't do ketchup. I do mustard because mustard is better on a hot dog. I want ketchup on a pronto pup. That's all I want. 
Then, and that's all I want first. Then I want to reach for all the other things. I want my big bacon. I want my Mm -hmm. corn on the cob. I want my French fries. I want my sweet Martha's cookies. I want my cheese on a stick. I want my, actually, my favorite of all time at the fair, of course. And I can't think of exactly, oh, what is it called? It's the, it's the fried pizza thing. Do you remember um, that? What hold is on, that hold called? on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How down? A Zeppeli? Are you thinking about the not gizmo? the gizmo? No, it's the it's on a stick. Yeah, I don't know that like one, but you bites, love those. And it's around the corner from O'Gara's. Right. So here's the thing, you guys. This it's is what you're learning about the Colleen and Bradley show. We know where to find oh, our food. Like I don't need GPS. No, my, my stomach, stomach is the GPS. GPS. It's like beep, gastro beep, beep. location device. I mean, really. Let's go to the phones. We've got Jennifer on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer, what is the food state fair food that you miss the most? It is the world's best French fries. Not the yes. big old thing in the front, but the one in the back that used to be next to the mouse cheese curds. Yep. On the corner. Yep. And like you guys, I don't need a GPS. I know exactly the one I need to go to. Right. With ketchup. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. I hear you, and I want that for you. Are you going to be able to? Oh, she's gone. Okay. Let's go to Heather. Heather's on the line. Hi, Heather. Heather, what is the state fair food that you miss the most? Hi, guys. I miss fried green tomatoes. Oh, where do we get those? And it's fine if you don't know the name of it and you don't even know the location. Just give us some coordinates. If you go in the front entrance from Snelling, mm-hmm. it's just like up a block and on the left. Mm. And it, they're delicious. Fried green tomatoes at the Minnesota yep. State Fair. I love it. Thank you so much for your call, Heather. And I hope you get... Those fried green tomatoes. I don't think I've had fried green tomatoes at the state fair. I think I have just because somebody wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, yeah. I have an update. Oh, do tell. Thank Spaghetti you. Spaghetti Eddie's Pizza on a Stick. There you go. That's what that is. It is so good. We did get an email, too, by the way, from Suzette. And near where you get your spaghetti on a stick, Bradley, uh, are the fried green olives. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing she's... Looking forward to or, or fried misses green olives. the most. That's down by that, like where they do like fried fruit too, don't they? Fried yes, fruit on a stick or I something. I believe so. Yeah. There's a lot of, I don't know if you know this about the Minnesota State Fair, they fry a lot of things and then put it on a stick. It's true. It works. And I'm not mad about I'm any of it. I'm not mad about. You know, can I tell you a secret? I what? had forgotten about the fair food. Like I wasn't even thinking about it. Now that we're thinking about it, now my stomach is growling. I know. Um, also, there's an Elvis sandwich right near the entrance that we go in and out of, which mm-hmm. is near the Miracle of Birth. I've never the, had that. It is so good. And I'm trying. I wish I could figure out where it was right now. You guys, this is horrible. We are no, like, it's terrible. We're really bad at this. Also, I do. I love the scotch egg. I yeah, get real excited my about that. Loves that. The turkey sandwich. I just want a hot that. cheese curd. That t- just one. Yeah, just one. What are you, Jennifer Aniston? Maybe. (laughs) But just like... Yeah, just get a mouthful of that. Yum and yum. Okay, I'm still looking for where you get the ding-dang bologna sandwich. Uh, And I cannot for the life of me Mullen Joe's Coffee is where they have the Elvis. It's literally the most basic of things. It's the Elvis sandwich. Mm. And it's peanut butter, banana... Powdered sugar, I think. Mm. I mean, it's amazing. It sounds so yep, good. It's good. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I will 
see if I can figure out where the heck we'll to get that. It. Yeah, we will. Um, but also, guess what day it is? It's Friday. Friday! That means it's you got some food in the lobby. I know, you guys. We're going to Flavortown when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on it's My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. It's Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And because it's Friday, that means it's Cheat Day. Dirty Cheat Day. Oh, that's Taste That sound is going to probably appear. There's a lot going on today. You all. You all, we are going to Flavortown on the Colleen and Bradley show I'd for like Cheat to Day. I'd show you, but I'm afraid I'm going to drop something. We've got so many things here. Woo! Okay, so hold on. Like I want to get... Wait. Okay, so here, I'm going to explain to what the people, what they're looking at on the YouTube channel. Um, we went to Flavortown, Guy Fieri's Flavortown <laughs> Kitchen, Minneapolis, oh God. which is one of the ghost kitchens. I believe there are five in the Twin Ooh, Cities where they prepare scary. Guy Fieri's food. Um, and this is what we ordered to remind us. We ordered the, and the, he saves time by a brief, much like Rachel Ray, the SM cheesesteak egg rolls. So SM, I think, is for the super, super melty. melty cheese. So SM, super melty cheesesteak egg rolls. We got that. We got the bacon mac and cheese burger. That's why it's so huge. And then we got the fried pickles and ranch. Where are we starting today? Let's this start a lot of food. with the roll of egg. The egg roll, yeah. It's Gigantosaurus Rex. Yeah, and it comes with super melty cheese, and it's a big log of... Is this can, super, can I, where's the super melty cheese? Is that the side? Oh. It's over here, trainer. You gotta. Are you eating it right now? Go. So Bradley is... Now, also, we had this ordered early because we always have to order a little bit early, so things might be mm. slightly tepid. And they came in a very loud bag. And what I mean is the Flavortown bag is big mm. and noticeable. Mm. Okay, Bradley, talk now. Okay, now I'm going to stop eating, which is a shame. Because I'd like to keep eating. It's very cheesy. But it's... Okay. <laughs> Colleen's mouth indicates... Oh, my God. I'm going to get some super cheesy sauce once oh you're God. done. Because I need to have the full experience. Mm-hmm. It is salty. Oh, but it's really good. Oh, my gosh. Why don't we eat this all the time? I know it's a really, but that's a meal in itself, kids. Right the the cheesesteak egg, egg rolls, rolls are. I can't believe I'm supposed to put more cheese on this. This is like a meat sweat roll. You know what? If I'm being honest, I think I'd like it better without the the sauce, the cheesy sauce. Oh, really? Yeah, you just put ranch on it though. No, I didn't. Oh, okay, fine. Cheese is oh. cheese colored, right? Oh sure, it glistens. Yeah. What did you think, Holly? It's pretty good. Oh, it's really mm. good. You know what? What? That would have been better. Without the cheese? Ten minutes ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that is good. That is a real... It reminds me of those egg rolls, Southwestern. I mean, not... Oh, yeah. But you know where it's like an egg roll, but not what you're expecting an egg roll to be? Which that's what I'm saying is like, why don't we utilize the egg roll wrapper and the technique of egg rolling more often to put other things... Roll some more eggs. Yeah. Things that are kind of unexpected. Okay. May I request that we try? I feel like I want the grand finale to be that gigantic burger. Yeah. So can we try the fried pickles and sure, ranch of course, next? Of okay. Course. So this fried is pickles and ranch a again. Typical fried pickles from Flavor Town. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I do love good fried pickles. Mm-hmm. Pickles. Mm. 
Mm. Fried pineapple. You know what's good about this? Hopefully well, all of it. Well, all of it, but... Mm. Mm. Okay, the batter mm. is good and it holds up. So it holds together. Mm. It's very flavor. Oh, spicy. Mm-hmm. There's a kick. It's got a kick. And did you use the ranch? Yeah. The ranch is super good. You know what it is? It's real dilly. It's very dill forward, which mm-hmm. is appropriate for pinhole. Yeah, it's a big dill. <laughs> wow, that's Holly, like a flavor bomb in your mouth. Right? Well, you went to Flavortown. Your thoughts on the piacol? The sauce is very lovely. Very dill <laughs> forward. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I feel like that's a comment about the pickle. Uh, it is good. I thought it was good. <laughs> She's like, the sauce is very good. I'm gonna, I, well, the pickle's good, too. It's it's very aggressive, I have to say. Is. We are in Flavortown oh, right big now. Time. No, if you're a person who likes bland food, this is probably not your jam. Okay, now now we're at the grand finale, which is this burger. Wow. Okay. That side profile of the burger, Colleen. It's insane, right? Yeah. Like, you're getting a lot. Okay, so Bradley, I think this hat, let me describe it for people while you take your first bite, okay? okay? So this is what we learn about the bacon mac and oh cheese burger. This is Guy's award-winning burger, voted best burger in Las Vegas by Seven Magazine, winner of New York City Food and Wine Festival's Burger Bash. It's an 80-20 ground beef, super melty cheese, mac and cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato, onions, piacles, crispy onions, donkey sauce, and garlic buttered brioche. Your thoughts, because you are the one who has said Guy Fieri's burgers are the best. Talk while I eat. I'm moving, and whenever I move side to side while I'm eating, you know that's a good thing. Oh, the Bradley dance. The, there is a lot going on on that burger that is real good. I don't know that I tasted everything you just said, but it was a good uh, burger bite. Because mm-hmm. to me, when you put it in your mouth, I want to taste meat. I want to taste some cheese. Mm-hmm. I want to taste the bun. All that other stuff just better be adding to the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think it does. And again... If we had eaten this right when it was delivered, it would have been even better. But it's still, I mean, it's still really good. It's really good. I will say, I don't, I, I don't need the mac and cheese. I didn't even taste it to be no, honest with I, you. I, I can tell it's there because there's some extra like breadiness. You know what I mean? Like yeasty, like whatever. It's not yeasty, but you, get you know the what I mean? feel of mac yeah, and cheese. Yeah, and I was like, I don't need that. I'm good with. I mean, it's fine. I'm just good without it because you know why? The burger. The actual patty. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Is so good. Good, good burger. Holly, your thoughts on the Burger Town? It was a, a it, flavor town. It was almost too much. I had a hard time biting. 
Like oh, there was yeah. so it's much big, in the burger. You gotta have a real big mouth to get around that. I'm sorry, I would yeah. eat the mm-hmm. out of that burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flavor, fantastic, but like there's just too much on it for my mouth. That's why I'm wondering if we would have been happier sans the mac and cheese. And again, it's still real good. Y'all talking. You keep eating. eating. Brad shimmying. I'm telling you. FYI, those are only three of the items that we got. I would. Okay. Can I just give my thoughts quick? Yeah, yeah, please. I would stick to the burger. Like, I would order a burger and maybe throw in some pickles. I don't need more than that. But I do like the egg rolls. I just don't know that I would, like, want to order of those the next time we did this. I would be like, that's too much, but they're good. They're good. It's worth trying. Um, okay, so here are the sandwiches that you can get in the Flavortown kitchen. Uh, you can get the real cheesy burger, which is basically what we just had, but sans the um, macaroni and cheese and bacon. Yeah. They have a bacon mac and cheese, a chicken sandwich, a Cuban sandwich. They I have a salad. The, Don't get that. That's dumb. I would try the chicken sandwich with yes. the burger. Okay. Like splitsies. I'm going to give this five out of five, Cobras. I'm five. Holly? I'm four. Oh, it's real good, you guys. Go to Flavor Town. They got some good ranch. They'll too. deliver. They do. It's I'm real. I'm gonna dip my burger it's a big in deal. the ranch. It's a big deal. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, D bags. We'll tell you about them. I'm gonna eat if right we're now. Done Bye. I got cheese dip on me. You were not wrong about the Flavor Town burger, right? Because you've been no. talking about it since you went cruising. Because he sells them on the cruise. I mean, he's not there. But. Well, in my mind, he is. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. People give him a, you know, like, I don't know. A bad rap? Yeah. And he's like, that's decent food. Um, we're talking, of course, about Guy Fieri, and we went just went to Flavortown. Or Flavortown Kitchen came to us on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Mm. Um, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. All right, I had to put the pickles down. I had to put my burger down. We gave it high <laughs> marks, FYI, everybody. We got two fives and that a four. Was, I don't know the last time we gave two fives and a four on anything. I know. So just know that was some real good stuff. I will say I am going to need to drink about two liters of water I know. now. It is salty, but it was worth it. Uh, now, with no further ado, we shall get to uh, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Mm-hmm. Presenting Lord and Lady oh. Douchebag God, of the good. day. Just make you happy. Oh, just it really it really disturbs me how happy it makes me. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't talk back. You know what else makes me happy? Talking about D bags. Who's your D bag? Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, what are they talking well, about? Well, we sort of touched on this yesterday on a dirt alert update, and I just wanted to give it its like full moment. Okay. They're the ones that started this dumb conversation about celebrity bathing. Started with kids, then it dovetailed into adults, and I never cared. I still don't. So they are trying to squash it. Now they're like, this has gotten out of hand. And so they posted a video on Ashton Kutcher's verified Instagram account um, showing that their kids indeed do take a bath. The kids aren't in the video. It's like super, it's safe. You know, she's... But Mila Kunis is in the bathroom. The kids are obviously in the tub. They're, you know, it's they're actually taking a bath. We just want you guys to know that they take a bath. I, I'm so done with this. It's such a dumb conversation. Uh, Ashton Kutcher says, you're putting water in the children. Are you trying to melt them? Huh, it's so funny. 
So now they're doing the thing where like they know that everybody's talking about it and then they're like leaning into the joke of it. Right. To, like they're just making it worse. It, that's the problem. You got to let it go. Just let it go. Let it run its course. It got it already got to the rock and the rock. You know, he smelled what they were. He cooking. smelled what they were cooking. I mean, I, I don't know and how you can't smell. Exactly. I don't know how you can't smell it. Because they just said they didn't bathe it's their just, kids. It became this like like everything in the world because now everything is mediated out the wazoo with social media mm-hmm. so that everybody has the opportunity to comment and then things sort of spiral far beyond where they started. And what seemed like an offhanded remark, was it Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis or wasn't it? Wasn't there a... Um, well, that Dax couple? Shepard yeah, and Dax Kristen Shepherd. Bell, they hopped on pop too. Yeah. Um, um, but it started with Ashton and Mila. And it almost just was like... I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's I don't know, but here's what I do know. Stop it. Stop talking about like, okay, we did it. We can just know. let it go and move yeah. on. Right? Like it was cute. You made the thing, but let's not like sell the t shirts. Right. I don't want them. I'm not buying them. You're by not the putting way, those on Braze and Ginger. I just was gonna say, get join the AGTs by Colleen. Yeah, you won't have to get Club. Ashton Kutcher sayings, I promise. Brazenginger.com. Thank you. No, you'll get Team Cobra sayings, which is actually smart and witty. Thank yeah. you. I'm done now. Thank you. Can I eat my burger while you talk? Yes. Um, Are you serious? So, yeah, I don't care. Okay, good. Holly, you might have to use your words, though, just, just in case. I'm just going to have one bite. Got it. Okay. <sighs> my D-bag, thanks for asking. Who's my Who's D-bag? your D-bag? <laughs> the Daily Mail. Mm. Ah! You know, if I'm not angry at celebrities, I'm angry at the damn tabloids. Mostly because they promise one thing and fail to deliver. Now, you would say probably, why are you still b- trying to believe these people? Why are you still trying to believe these <laughs> Thank people? Thank you, mouthful of flavor town. <laughs> because that's what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. So I'm required to get upset about something. Mm-hmm. And I got upset most recently about this story in the Daily Mail that says the following. Vanessa Valadares shares a cryptic post about love just four months after splitting from Hollywood hunk Zac Efron. Just four months. Just four months. That's that's a lifetime. It is really uh, a lifetime at this point. But it's not the length that I took issue with. It's the dumb post. Because I'm like, what's her weird cryptic post about love? Okay, what is her weird cryptic post So then I go to said post that's set, said to be cryptic about love. And here's what it is. It's an image of, I imagine, a greeting card or like an art, mm. like an illustration. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm going to try to um, close yeah, link, this out. I want to see it. If you just go to, it's under, it's in that story. Okay. All right. If you scroll down. And it's a drawing of two people with a rainbow going between their hearts. And it says, oh, Okay. <laughs> I love you for no reason. You do not have to be like me. You do not have to look like me. You do not have to think like me. You do not have to share my beliefs. You do not even have to love me. I love you for no reason. Love is who I am. And that was an illustration shared on Willow Smith's account. Okay. And it looks to me like like an illustration, like I said, or it looks like something that would be cute on a greeting card. Totally. Right? Right. Now, also, to me, okay, go on, because I don't want to take, just I don't really steal quickly, your thunder. Really quickly. Vanessa Valadera shares a cryptic post about love just four months after splitting from Zac Efron. I thought I was showing up for some bitter shade. Yeah. 
No. There is none. No. This is just some dumb post on her Instagram. And I don't even actually think it's about like emo- like emotional, like lovey, love, no, love. It's, it's just, about like humanity. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just sort of like, I am, I'm going to do this regardless. Okay. Anyway. So then I We're went. We're reaching. Then I went. Not we. The Daily Mail is. Yeah. Also. That must have been in her in her feed. Yeah, that was in her feed, not on her. No, I always get this mixed up. Yeah, her story. It was in her stories, yeah, not, not her, feed. her feed. Yeah, because she only has nine posts. After she broke up with Zac Efron, she erased everything on her Instagram and just started posting artsy modeling photos. Really? Yeah. Now that to me is a story. That now that I want to dig deeper yeah. into. Why was that not the headline? Exactly. On uh, the Daily well, Mail because it's not it's not readily interesting. There's not something you can write a headline. I mean, I guess they could have written a headline about it and just lied about it. But I, I think it's just clear that after she broke up with Zac Efron, she, I mean, what did we say about their relationship? Well, their relationship that it was fake. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Right. It was for publicity. Yeah. She got a bunch. Yeah. And now she's focused on rebranding herself as a model. I mean, she always was a model, right. but now she's like super hyper focused on being a model. Yeah. Because, of course, yeah. she now has this name association where she's getting headlines and tabloids like the Daily Mail, albeit dumb tabloid headlines. Right. But, but before she was with Zach Efron, she was, uh, she was a waitress at a Byron Bay cafe. Yeah. Where they did not serve fried pickles. This is true. Yeah, that uh, woman they, has probably never put a fried pickle in her mouth. No, That's it was it was more of an acai bowl type of place. It Definitely. wasn't flavor town. And not That's like a saying. real acai bowl, mm. like a granola acai bowl, like yeah. like like a Southern California person who eats thirty calories a day acai bowl with like a big gallon of water at their side. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <sighs> Now she's trying to make her way in the world today. Takes everything you got. Um, yeah, I'm with you, Bradley. The Daily Mail D-bags. Also, I don't know. I don't know, like, why she's piggybacking on Willow Smith. But fine. I don't know. Maybe she's got friends and... Beautiful illustration. I'm going to Willow Smith's account right now just to see... To see that see thing? If I can find that. Well, you know what I want to know is what, how did Willow Smith, I mean, not that you need to caption it, like the whole picture is the caption, but I just am curious. Yeah. Like what, what that was relative to, like, was, was it in response to something? Was it for a special occasion that she had posted that in the first place? Those kinds of things, because the Daily Mail was reaching. Oh, Willow Smith, student of life, ethical non-monogamy. Okay. I have not followed Willow Smith. 8.7 million followers. Well, you know what she owes all of that to? Well, not all of it, but a lot of it probably is the Red Table Talks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she definitely shares lots of opinions. I What a life. No kidding. Anyone in that family, I'm saying. Yes. Like, I just want to watch dinner at that family. I want, I want to know... I want to know what they keep in their safe. And I don't mean money. I mean, like, what are the, the family secrets mm. that they don't share? Mm-hmm. Which the weird part about that is you think they overshare. Not you, they're, but like people think they overshare. But you know there's secrets. You know they got skeletons buried somewhere. They're connected to the Kardashians, right? Right, actually. So first of all, 
Jaden Smith was a guest at Kim and Kanye's wedding for sure. Um, and I'm trying to remember how they are friends. Well, they lived in Calabasas oh, together. Okay. So they're, they're just na- neighbors. They, they're neighbors. They're neighbors. Right. Like Justin Bieber. Yeah. The Willow Smiths. Yeah. Like when I was little, I would just walk two doors down and say, hi, can Amy play today? And it's like that. But the blocks are bigger and the celebrities are. <laughs> and they have golf carts. And they probably. have golf carts. Right. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley Did show. You finish your burger. No, I'm going to eat it in the break. Oh, okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to take a little dive into the Britney Spears free Britney fandom oh. uh, after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Uh, Bradley trainer. on a t-shirt. Thank you. By the way, you can get State Fair merchandise at the Minnesota State Fair at the MyTalk 107. Come see us, but don't get that close. Thank you. Thank you. Give us space. Um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about the Free Britney movement. We've been talking about it for a while. Everybody's talking about Everybody's it. Everybody's talking about Here's it. Here's the thing. So in the beginning of the show today, we talked about how Jamie Spears, as we know, is problematic. Yeah. For Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else is problematic for Britney Spears? Uh, the free Britney movement. In a way. Yeah. Stay with me. I, will. I know a lot of you out there who have been screaming free Britney as we have for years, months, days, whatever weeks it's been. However, th- that and that is important and necessary. However, there is a moment at which it becomes unnecessary and problematic. And here's what I mean by that. So there was a story in TMZ yesterday. And I was like, okay, you guys, come on now. Britney Spears fans threatening conservatorship judge's life in anger over the latest ruling. So this all deals with Judge Brenda Penny's ruling last week, where she decided against immediately suspending Jamie Spears from the conservatorship and denied Brit's request for an emergency hearing on the matter. That led to a score of death threats on social media with people calling for her to lose her life and, quote, die. So, for example, if I had it and I love how they block these people's names out. And I'm like, if you post something publicly, I I just uh-huh. feel like, but whatever. Anyway, yeah, like, why are we protecting the person who threatened? Yeah, the judge. But there's a whole anyway. The, the message was if I had a death note. I don't know what that means. I would put that biatch judge Brenda Penny's name in it. I'm not going to say the rest of those words. Called her a name. Judge Brenda Penny needs to bleeping die. Someone investigate that biatch right now. And this just goes on and on and on and on and on. Now, I'm sure a lot of those people don't realize how horrible that sounds when they say things like that online. But that's neither here nor there. The problem is you shouldn't be doing that at all. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I mean by like, you know, her father is problematic and there are other people involved in the conservatorship that have made Britney's life worse for a number of reasons. But I think this, Oh, how do we, how do we describe this pop culture fueled mob that exists in some places? I'm not saying everybody who thinks Britney should be freed from her conservatorship is a part of this, but there is definitely because 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ...of the world, we live in a group of people who are now feeling like they're part of a group. Right. And that group has demands, and if those demands aren't met, they will not be satisfied, despite what it actually might mean for the individual at the center of all this, Britney Spears. Well, and I think that the second question then that I have is, what 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 happens when this group you belonged to, right, the Free Britney group that is that you feel like you're a part of yeah when when slash if the conservatorship is dissolved and she is free then what yeah right like it's easy to say well then we'll be satisfied but no i don't know that you will because if you found yourself in a belonging place with a group of people with a common goal what do you do when that goal is reached? Yeah. How, you, what is the next step? And it's not even if the goal is reached, you don't. And I mean, honestly, let's get real dark for a minute. And I'm not going to, but you can go there on your own. Like there are other places where people coalesce online to get behind something. And then it becomes clear that what they mm, were looking for is not going to happen or was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they get disgruntled. And then what does that lead to? I'm just saying. Yes. That I would be a little concerned if you find yourself being so animated about Britney Spears Mm -hmm. that you are wishing death upon someone. Right. Like, that's a moment at which I think you're a part of something that is not helpful. And I think it's because we didn't we say this like early on once it was like, okay, now we've all heard Britney. Now we all understand what's at stake. Now maybe we need to all take a deep breath, take a step back, let the things happen the way... Because, again, this is a system. This conservatorship is a part of an institution. Right. It needs to be unwound as part of that institution. It's not going to go away overnight. Right. So I feel like we should just be helping people understand that it's time to put the brakes on the public pitchforking. Yeah, and wait and wait for due process to occur. But also, also remember... That the untangling is not only good for for our the way our justice system is, you know, set up, the yeah. way our court system is set up, but also it actually is in Britney's best interest to slow roll out of this because this is somebody who's had no freedom for over a decade and to to take it all away without any thought toward how you transition out of that. Yeah. That's a potential disaster as well. Yeah. Right? And it seems like she's got some people around her that are going to help her unwind this thing mm-hmm. in the form of Jody Montgomery and hopefully this Jason Rubin character, uh-huh. if I remember that name correctly this yeah, time. Yeah, you did. Uh, 
because that's their job. They're part of an institution. They're not part of like her weird family dynamics. So she has that going for her. Right. But I do we don't need the mob right now. The mob is going to be, you know, that scares me fully knowing that we're a part of that. But we're kind of like those people in a mob who are like, okay, this is getting a little weird. I need yeah. to go home now. <laughs> exactly. Right? We're like, the ones on the fringe that are like, I'm just going to hang back and see how this plays out. Yeah. And then when it gets the heat, when the H is O, we're like, deuces, we're out when yeah. the heat is on. Yeah, I don't want to be here when the cops know, show up. <laughs> when the water cannon comes yeah. out. Yeah. So I I just think in terms of social media, it's we forget sometimes like it's good. There were some very good things about how this played out. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that there was a level of transparency because I'm sure some people were like, like I'm sure Jamie Spears was like, why do all these people have opinions? They don't know nothing. And it's like, well, actually we do. And I think it's pretty cool that in this particular case, we all kind of crowdsourced Britney's freedom. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying we were responsible Or that any one, you know, or like even public pressure alone was responsible. Right. But it was a facet that actually I think was beneficial. And we all grew a little bit as a result, right? Because right. we learned about what was really at stake. I don't think that gives us any ownership of her. Mm-hmm. But but remember, that was one of the things I was really concerned about in the beginning was that people do feel a sense of ownership to her and they feel owed something. And yeah. that's sort of what I feel by like the the most uh, vocal among that mob, the ones who the, the same people who are issuing death threats against the the judge. They feel like they're owed something yeah. because they've been so invested in this. That they feel like Britney owes them something, Jamie Spears owes well, them something, the judge owes them something. And to that end, when the news came down yesterday that Britney Spears was, uh, or that Jamie Spears was going to step down eventually as the conservator, a bunch of people went online and were like, she's not free, he's not gone, this is mm-hmm. not over, stop acting like it. Like they were angry. Because it wasn't what I just want to be like, you know, what else isn't over the pandemic? Yeah. Can we start? Well, let's be clear. I think there's a little bit of overlap in that regard. Good people point. are on edge. Good point. A little tense. Good point. Because some people aren't. I'm going to stop my mouth. So there's some overlap, some tension, mm-hmm. some anxiety. I yep. get it. Mm-hmm. But it does just illustrate that like people feel like they're owed Jamie Spears being. Um let out in chains right and in taken a, in to a prison orange jumpsuit and that's probably not going right. to happen nor i don't know that anybody really wants that to happen but the way it's that's where i would take some in the media to task because they've sort of amplified these stories in a way mm-hmm. you know showing up for the rallies which yes that's a fascinating story that people feel so moved Right. And I want to understand them and why and all of that stuff. And it's all valuable. But that's also raised their visibility and raised their feeling of ownership right. in this particular story. Right. They feel like they have a stake in this. Yeah. And really, the truth is the only person who has a stake in this is Britney Spears. Yeah. And so if you really are trying to act in her best interest, then... What would Britney want? Just ask yourself. WWBW. What would Britney want? Oh, yeah. What would Britney want? When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, this is kind of an interesting segue. Who is the celebrity that you no longer admire? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this.